Well, hello, Oddballs. It's your host, Bobby. And your co-host, Lexi. And this is Oddities on on Elm Elm Street. Street. If you're joining us again from last week, then thank you. Welcome back. Welcome back. We appreciate your support. And (laughs) if you're new here, then welcome. Um, We hope you'll stick around for a bit. We do have a poor little sick dog today so a you might hear guest. yeah some I'm sorry <laughs> exactly a little special guest my poor little mimi has a sinus infection yes so and send your best wishes to mimi now that we're sitting down she's you'll hear suddenly... some little sniffles but it's okay <laughs> all right so uh today we're gonna be starting something i'm very excited about it oh I'm going to call it Most Mysterious. Mm. Okay. I think it's it's nice and fitting for this category. Mm. So our Most Mysterious category is going to include pretty much everything you can imagine, from like haunted items to, I don't know, unexplained phenomenons. So for this week, we're going to be talking about Most Mysterious Places, Mm. which is fun because we were just talking about visiting... New Orleans. Right. right. <laughs> so yeah, I'm super excited about this and um, these are all places that are like on my spooky bucket list. Um, it kind of reminds me of that show, oh, what is it called? Oh, um, odd, mm. On Netflix? Yeah. Dark Tourist? Dark, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, what a show. Like, it's my dream to be like him one day. <laughs> uh, one day. Yeah. We'll do it. Yeah, it's a great show if you haven't watched it, but anyways... Let's get into it. So, our first place is going to be Hauska Castle. (laughs) A castle? Mm -hmm. Castles are, like, my favorite thing in the entire world. Um, So, Hauska Castle is a gothic-style castle. It lies just 29 miles or 47 kilometers north of Prague in the Czech Republic. This castle was built in the 13th century between 1270 and 1280 and is one of the best-preserved castles from its time period. Wow. Yeah. The castle is definitely an interesting place. It was built in the middle of the forest on a steep, rocky cliff. It's surrounded by swamps and mountains. Oh. It has no source of water, except for a cistern to collect rainwater. There's no kitchen inside. It's far from all trade routes and was never really intended to hold occupants. Hmm. So, like, why? Right. (laughs) Is the question. Yeah. Um, Well, it's said that the castle wasn't built to keep evil from entering, but to prevent it from spilling out. The (laughs) The castle was constructed over a large hole in the ground, and just above the hole, they placed a chapel. So, the local legend surrounding this castle is that it was built to cover a gateway to hell. Supposedly, mm. when construction on the castle began, prisoners facing the gallows were offered a full pardon for their crimes, but only if they consented to being lowered into this bottomless hole by rope what? and report back with what they saw. The first man, though, that was given this opportunity, he happily accepted. He was young and healthy. He had a lot of life to live, so he was hopeful for a second chance. But within a few seconds of being lowered into the hole, he began screaming and begging to be raised up. When he was pulled back to the surface, his hair was white and he looked as if he had aged 30 years. 
He was so shaken up by this that he was placed into the care of a mental facility where he died a few days later. So the castle's eerie history doesn't stop there, unfortunately. During World War II, Nazi experiments also took place here. Oh, of course. The Mm -hmm. Nazi soldiers that occupied this castle were, I guess, there to study whether the gateway to hell was real. They also participated in occult practices. So people now believe the castle to be haunted by these trapped spirits or demons. Visitors have reported all sorts of unexplainable experiences and even some instances of misfortune after they've already left the castle. One of these stories comes from a woman named Hannah McGee. She owns and operates a ghost tour company in Prague. When she and her co-founder made their first visit to the castle accompanied by their dogs, Hannah said she felt an extreme uneasiness wash over her when she entered the castle's courtyard, and apparently she wasn't the only one who felt it. Her dog began barking and became really aggressive all of a sudden, even though there was nothing provoking him. They described the feeling of being followed or watched by something the entire time that they were there. I know. Later that day, upon returning to Prague, they parked their car in the city center and left it there while doing their nightly ghost tour. When they returned a little more than an hour later, their vehicle had vanished. It was found hours later with everything taken from it. Others who visit the castle have their own stories to tell. After all, the castle does serve as a meeting place for experts on the occult, UFOs, and other types of paranormal phenomena. Our second most mysterious place is Myrtle's Plantation. Myrtle's Plantation was built in 1796 and is located in St. Francisville, Louisiana. The plantation was built by General David Bradford. General Bradford was a successful lawyer and a deputy attorney general for Washington County, Pennsylvania during the time. Sorry. It's okay. He was infamous for his association with the Whiskey Rebellion, which was a very violent protest against the tax on whiskey during George Washington's presidency. After the Whiskey Rebellion, General Bradford fled to what used to be the Spanish-owned territory of West Florida, but is now modern-day Louisiana. When he landed in Louisiana, he built a beautiful, sprawling home on 600 acres. Bradford lived there alone for several years until he was pardoned for his role in the Whiskey Rebellion by President John Adams. After this, he moved his wife Elizabeth and their five children to the home from their previous residence in Pennsylvania. Bradford died in 1808, so his wife Elizabeth continued running the plantation herself until 1817, when she handed the property over to her daughter, Sarah, and her husband, Clark Woodruff. Together, Sarah and Clark had three children before Sarah and two of their three children tragically died in the 1820s. The plantation and the slaves were sold to another couple before eventually ending up in the hands of William Winter. He took over the plantation in 1865. But in 1871, William was shot on the porch by a stranger before staggering back inside the house and dying while trying to climb the stairs. Oh my god. So fast forward to modern day. A film crew with the National Geographic went to Myrtle's plantation. They took a photograph that later revealed what appeared to be the apparition of a slave girl standing in between two buildings on the property. This girl was identified as Chloe. Wait, she had a name? 
Mm-hmm. Chloe was reportedly a slave owned by Clark and Sarah Woodruff. According to one story, Clark had forced Chloe to become his mistress. When Sarah, Clark's wife, found out, she cut Chloe's ear off as punishment. But other stories say that Chloe was caught listening in the keyholes to eavesdrop on Clark's conversations. And again, when she was caught doing this, her ear was cut off. So she wore a green turban to hide it. This is how they knew who it was. Chloe then baked a cake for one of their daughters containing extract from oleander leaves, which are extremely poisonous. Some say she did this for revenge, while others speculate that she may have done this to get the opportunity to nurse the daughter back to health so that the family would realize that they still needed her. But her plan backfired. Sarah and her two daughters ate the cake and they all died from poisoning. So Chloe was then hanged and thrown into the Mississippi River. Oh my god. Now a mirror that is hung in the home is said to hold the spirits of Sarah Woodruff and her two children. According to an old superstition, mirrors used to be covered after death. But when Sarah and her children died, this mirror was overlooked. So it's believed that as a result, their spirits became trapped in this mirror as guests report handprints appearing on the surface of the mirror with no explanation. Hmm, you don't know anything about that. <laughs> Not at all. It's said that ten murders have taken place at Myrtle's plantation, so it's no wonder why it's haunted. <laughs> Our next most mysterious place is Isla de las Muñecas I'm in impressed. Mexico. I'm impressed. Thank you. I practiced all oh, day. Yeah. <laughs> Say it again. Isla de las Muñecas. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Otherwise known as the Island of the Dolls. Ooh, <gasps> no. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. We're going there. Just south of Mexico City remains the remnants of the Aztec canals. Inside one of those canals is the small wooded island known as Island of the Dolls. In the 1950s, a man named Don Julian left his wife and family to live by himself on the secluded island. At the time, his reason for doing so was unclear, but it later became realized that Don Julian was not of sound mind. He and the locals believed that the waters of the canal were cursed by evil spirits, and that these evil spirits sought to steal the soul of humans. Not long after relocating, Don Julian made a chilling discovery on the shores of the island, the body of a little girl that had drowned in the lake. A doll came floating down the canal shortly after. <clears throat> changing the course of Don Julian's life and the shape of the island for years to come. In order to appease the spirit of the young girl, he took the doll and hung it from the tree. But the doll was not enough. For the next 50 years, Don Julian would gather up dolls from the trash and from the canals and hang as many as possible in the trees along the island. He devoted his life to fulfilling what he believed the girl's spirit needed. It's said that one doll was needed for every spirit on the island, and there are currently thousands of dolls hanging from the island's trees. In 2001, Don Julian passed away. His body was discovered drowned in the canal, in the exact same place that he was said to have found the young girl's body. So in response to this, tourists began flocking to the island, bringing dolls in hand to pay tribute to both John Julian and the young girl. Which is kind of sweet, but also still creepy. 
Yeah. Next up on our list is Aokigahara Forest, or in English, the Sea of Trees. This scenic forest sits right along the edge of Mount Fuji and is roughly a two-hour drive from Tokyo. Mm. At the entrance of the forest, a sign reminds visitors that life is a precious gift. In English, the sign states, Quietly think once more about your parents, siblings, or children. Please don't suffer alone and first reach out. This is because the forest has a dark reputation, as hundreds of people have flocked there and have taken their own lives. Statistics show that in 2002, 78 bodies were found. In 2003, 105 were recovered. And in 2010, the police recorded that more than 200 people had attempted suicide in the forest, of whom 54 completed the act. The bodies of those who choose to end their lives in the forest may go undiscovered for years. After all, the forest has over 8,000 acres. Oh my god. And despite the government's attempts at preventing suicide in the forest, many still come here and choose to die. But many people believe the forest may have some sort of influence on these people. It's said that if you enter the forest with sadness in your heart and a weak mind, the spirits of those who took their lives are determined to torture you into giving in and doing the same. What? These spirits are vengeful, and the forest is thick. It's known for disrupting your cell phone service, GPS signal, and even your compass. If you get lost, you may not be able to call for help. In a popular Japanese belief, it's said that when a person dies with a deep sense of hatred, anger, or sadness, their souls can't leave this world and they continue to wander. They appear to people who cross their paths. So when the forest guardians find a body, they will take it to a special room specifically designated for dead bodies that are found in the forest. What? Supposedly, in this room, the bodies will be placed on a bed and a guard will sleep in the same room with the body. Why? This is because they believe that if the corpse is left alone in the room, its spirit will begin to roam. So the guards play kind of like rock, paper, scissors to determine who will be the unlucky one that has to sleep next to a dead body at night. <laughs> Isn't that alone? A- like this one? Yes. Guy is just in there alone because Isn't he that so scissors. Creepy. No, this- I can't imagine. I don't know. It reminds me of that that horror movie, um, The Vigil, I think it is. I don't think I saw it. Oh my god, it's it's good. I think it's The Vigil. It's like um it's like a Jewish uh folklore type mm. thing where I guess they believe that it's kind of the same thing. They believe that you have to like sit with the spirit or sit with the um the body of the person who passed. I don't know, like, like guard their spirit type of thing. Mm -hmm. So yeah, this guy is like hired to sit with this this person's body, and it's really it's a good movie. I liked it. All right, this is our last our last little ditty diddly do. So our final mysterious place is Poveglia Island. Less than a half mile from the canals of Venice in Italy is Poveglia Island. The island was established in 421 when men, women, and children flocked to the island for safety against the invaders who had ravaged their homes on the mainland. 421. I yeah, can't I'm even, like, that's all I'm thinking about right now. I can't even like, imagine, like, that's so strange because nothing here is that old. <laughs> 
For centuries, this small community lived in peace and avoided all of the inconveniences of the mainland, like taxes. So that's pretty nice. Oh my gosh, look at them go. However, by the 14th century, the island was left abandoned. In 1348, the bubonic plague had arrived in Venice, and the small <clears throat> island of Puveglia became a quarantine colony for the sick. Just to put this into perspective, the plague killed one out of every three Europeans. So, out of fear of the disease spreading rampantly, Venice exiled any citizens with symptoms to the island. So clearly this was a death sentence. Even if you weren't sick, you would catch the plague once you arrived to the island. At the island's center, the dead, or those who were too weak to protest, were burned as a way to cremate and dispose of their remains. This would be tens of thousands of people. On this one island? Yes. These fires would burn once more in 1630, when the Black Death swept through the city again. After this, Napoleon's military relied on the ghostly tales surrounding the island, and out of the hopes that no one dare step a foot on the land, he hid gunpowder and weapons there. In the late 1800s, the island had been turned into an asylum for the mentally ill. The asylum was very poorly constructed and health codes were definitely not being met there. In the 1930s, rumors began swirling of a doctor performing strange experiments on his patients. The accused doctor went mad and threw himself from the asylum's tall bell tower. This area was then converted into a geriatric center, but closed in 1975. Today, the island stands abandoned once more. But a few years ago, an Italian construction crew attempted to restore the former hospital building, but stopped abruptly with seemingly no explanation. Local fishermen are smart enough to know to steer clear from the island, and it's said that there are dark forces that wander around the land. Although the asylum's bell tower was taken down after the doctor's suicide, its ringing can still be heard in the distance. I do think it's strange that they just, like, stopped working on restoring it. Yeah. Yeah. But who knows? Absolutely. So yeah, it's still abandoned. Alright, well, that is all we have for you today. We hope you enjoyed our episode. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for listening. And remember... <laughs> remember <laughs> to re- remember <laughs> remember to always keep it spooky, spooky. yeah